Hey everybody, and welcome to Happiness Hacks. I'm John Davidson, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the labels that we apply to ourselves, and how they can actually lower our chances of being healthy and happy. And I'm also going to be explaining why a mental health diagnosis from your doctor can actually make your problems much worse. So let's get started. Everybody wants to be happy. It's the one thing we all have in common. So why is it so difficult to achieve? I'm John Davidson. I'm a psychotherapist and I've spent my entire life uncovering the secrets to human happiness. I believe it's possible to hack your happiness to live a richer, fuller and more meaningful life. And in this podcast, I'm going to show you how. Welcome to Happiness Hacks. It's interesting, isn't it, how human beings give names to everything? I guess it's how we understand the world. We, uh, we start applying labels to stuff. So we say, oh, like even when we're babies, we learn ball, book. You know, we look at an object and we go, that's called a ball. That's called a book. And as we get older, our labels get more and more sophisticated. And we have labels that can distinguish um, very subtle differences. You know, you can tell the difference between, for instance, joy or excitement. You know, or this we label the emotion. This emotion is called joy. This one's slightly different than joy. This is an excited feeling. We get much better at it as we go along. And the way I used to think about this is like whenever I first drink, started drinking wine when I was in my 20s, I knew two types of wine. I knew that there was red wine and there was white wine. And that's all I knew. And I knew that I liked red wine more than I liked white wine. And as time went on, I got a little bit more sophisticated with my labels. I'd be like, oh, I like a Pinot Noir. You know, I like a Chateau Neuf de Pape. And I could tell the difference between different types of red wine. So red wine was broken down into subcategories. And I was able to get, I was able to start applying names and labels to things. And it helped me to make, helped me to make sense of this is what I like and this is what I don't like. And it's completely normal to do this. We do this in loads of different ways. What I really want to talk about today is not labeling, really, the phenomenon of labeling, but rather the the mess we can get into when we start applying labels to ourselves. Now, if you just think for a moment about the kind of labels that you might apply to yourself, you might, for instance, uh, label yourself to do with your career. So you might say, I'm a nurse, you know, I'm a carpenter, you know, I'm a traffic warden, you know, whatever your job is, you, you might introduce yourself to somebody and say, this is what I am. I'm this, this is the thing that I am. You know, or you might say, you know, I'm an introvert, you know, oh, I'm, I'm an extrovert. You know, you could say I'm a shy person. You might say I'm a very sociable person, you know. You might say to yourself, I'm a very, uh, I'm a very jolly person. I'm a very positive person. You might say, oh, I'm a very negative person. You might say, I'm a creative person, or you might say, I'm a logical person. That's another one. You might say, I'm very emotional. You know, I'm very emotional. Somebody else might say, I'm very pragmatic. So we have lots of ways of describing ourselves. And basically what we're doing is we're applying labels to ourselves. Now, this seems very innocent on the surface of it. I mean, what, what difference does that make, really? It's just a way of you communicating something about yourself to other people. But the problem is when we start to hold too tightly to these labels, 
when we start seeing them as facts about us, they start to seem like they communicate more than just a a characteristic, maybe a, a tendency, and they start to look like they are insurmountable. Now, when we take our labels too seriously, when we hold onto them too tightly, they start to become very, very restrictive. They start to limit us in our life. They limit our choices. It affects what we believe we can and we can't do. And there's another thing about labels is, let's say that you say, I don't like parties. You know, I'm not a sociable person. So you label yourself as being unsociable. And because you believe you're unsociable and you believe that you don't like parties, you don't go to parties thereby proving to yourself that you're unsociable, right? It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whenever we start to believe about ourselves, the story that we have about ourselves, we start to live that out and make it true. And then it starts to look like we're right about ourselves because the evidence that we're getting from reality seems to corroborate with our stories and our assumptions and our labels, and that can kind of reinforce the image that we have of ourselves inside of our own head. Now, you know, it's a bit of a problem if it's stopping you from socializing, if it's stopping you from going out into the world, if it's stopping you from having a change of career, if it's stopping you from trying a new hobby. You know, we can see that there's a downside to all of that. But where it gets really sinister is when it stops us from being happy. Now, some people have labels that they apply to themselves like, I'm depressed. So think about that. I'm depressed and therefore... I can't do things because I'm depressed. And because of that belief in the fact that we are depressed, we don't do the things that we think we can't do. And that actually cuts us off from the things that make life meaningful, that make life worth living, which kind of makes us depressed, right? Or maybe we say to ourselves, I am anxious. You know, I'm an anxious person. Now, I don't know anything that makes you more anxious than believing you are anxious. It's like, if you believe you can't cope with life, if you believe you can't handle life, that it's all too much for you because you are an anxious person, then that will fill you with fear. The belief that you can't cope will literally fill you with fear and make you anxious. So believing that you're anxious makes you anxious. You know, believing that you're depressed causes you to act in certain ways that reinforce the depression that you're currently experiencing. Now, I'm not for a minute suggesting that you're not anxious or you're not depressed. I'm simply saying that labelling yourself as anxious or labelling yourself as depressed can actually make the situation worse. So those labels, well, they're not really helping. And the really horrible thing about all of this is that Deep down inside, people who struggle with their mental health, we all have a deep feeling of defectiveness, a sense that somehow we're broken, there's something wrong with us. You know, we're damaged goods, we're not quite right, we're not quite the way we're supposed to be. And when we label ourselves as depressed, when we label ourselves as anxious, when we label ourselves as an addict, we're basically reinforcing this idea that we are defective and that we are broken. And that creates a lot of shame and it sets us up to behave in self-defeating ways. Now, I've worked with enough clients now through my private psychotherapy practice to come to the belief that nobody is broken. 
I've never met a broken person in all of my life. I've met many people who are stuck, stuck believing stories about themselves and applying labels to themselves that are actually making them unhappy. But nobody's broken, not really. You know, Henry Ford famously said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And I believe this to be true. I believe that whatever we believe about ourselves sets the limitation. You know, we, we basically limit ourselves with these labels and these beliefs. You know, if I say to myself, I can't make friends, then guess what? I'm not going to make any friends. If I believed that that was true, that it was impossible for me to make friends, then why would I even try? It's not very self-compassionate to put yourself in a situation where you will fail. So if you believe you can't do something, then you believe attempting it will result in failure and you're going to be kind to yourself and you're going to avoid that experience. But what if you're wrong? If you're wrong, you never get to prove yourself wrong. So by avoiding the things that we think we can't do, we just reinforce those beliefs that we have about ourselves. Now, I remember when I was a child, I saw a story on the news, and it was about a woman in America who saw her grandchild get run over by a car outside her house. And she ran outside and she found that her grandchild was still trapped underneath the car. And the reason she was on the news was somehow this woman found the strength to lift that car clean up in the air so that the child could be pulled to safety. And she was being interviewed about it on the news. Um, and the, the reporter asked her, you know, can you please tell us, tell us about uh, that time you lifted the car? And, and the woman said, I, I don't really like talking about it. And the, the reporter said, why? Why would you not like talking about it? And she said, well, I'm in my later life. And it makes me think, if I could do that, then what else could I do? And it makes me feel like I've wasted my life. That's pretty sad, isn't it? It's a pretty sad story. But it alludes to what we're talking about here, is that we are all living within our story about ourself. And that story sets us up for certain limitations. You know, I'm this kind of person, but I'm not that kind of person. I can do this, but I can't do that, you know? And then we go and we live our story and it, we make it true, and then sometimes in life, something will happen and you'll be proved wrong about yourself and you'll suddenly realize that you are so much more capable than you give yourself credit for. Now, sadly, as part of my job, I meet with a lot of people who turn up to their sessions with a whole load of labels. And these labels have often been given them to them by medical professionals. So they might have gone to see their GP and they'll talk a little bit about how they're feeling. And then their GP will label them. Their GP will say, you have depression and you need these tablets for your depression that you definitely have. Or they might say, you have an anxiety disorder. You know, and then they put that idea into people's heads and people are like, oh, right. Well, I, I mean, I knew I was feeling anxious, but I didn't realize it was a disorder. Wow, that sounds a lot more serious. And ultimately, it, it, it's the motivation for them to come to see me. And they turn up and they'll say, they'll announce it when they first arrive. You know, I'm here to deal with my anxiety disorder. You know, I'm here to deal with my chronic depression. You know, I'm here because I have PTSD you know, I, I'm, I'm here because my doctor told me I'm suffering from complicated grief or I'm, I'm borderline or I've got 
bipolar disorder. There's just so many labels that the medical profession likes to apply to people. And all of these labels come from a thing called the DSM, which is a, a manual, a diagnostic manual that, uh, that the medical profession used to diagnose certain mental health disorders. And what's fascinating about this manual is that in the 70s, there was a handful of things that you could have that you were labeled with. And it was quite a thin manual. And today, fast forward to today, it's massive. And they're constantly adding new labels all of the time. And it seems like every year there's new things that you can have that you can be labeled with. And people bring their labels to therapy and they say, I have all of these labels. And immediately there's a problem. Because if you believe that you have a disorder of some kind, let's say it's anxiety disorder, then immediately you start to believe that that limits you in some way, that you're somehow less capable than other people, you know, that you're broken, that you're defective, that you're damaged in some way. And, and it comes with it this sense of, I can't. I can't do the things that normal people can do because, you know, I have a disease, you know, I have a mental illness. Sounds really serious. And when we believe our labels, it actually sets us up. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It makes us worse. You know, as I said before, labeling somebody with an anxiety disorder will make them more anxious. Labeling somebody as clinically depressed will make them more depressed because they'll start to really believe it, you know, and really start to identify with that thing. And here's what's sad about that from my perspective, is that just because you are experiencing depression right now does not mean that you are depressed. And just because you're experiencing anxiety does not mean you are anxious. You know, maybe you, you're struggling with an addiction and just because you're experiencing an addiction, it doesn't mean you are an addict. You know, it's like, it's like having a cold and saying, I am a cold. Depression and anxiety and addiction, these are all experiences that we can have throughout our life, but they don't say anything about us. We don't have to identify with these experiences and then start labeling ourselves as if those experiences are all that we are. You know, it's incredible how much our beliefs about ourselves determine our experience of being alive. The more tightly we hold onto our labels and the more tightly we hold onto the story about ourselves, the more likely that thing is to come true for us in our life. Now, I've created a worksheet that's going to help you to identify the labels in your life. And it's going to help you to hold those labels more lightly so that you can open yourself up to a bigger sense of who you really are. And you can download that worksheet by going to www.happinesshacks.net. So what if you're not as broken as you think you are? What if you're way more capable than you give yourself credit for? What if you're much, much healthier than you realize? What if you're stronger, more confident, and more powerful than you know? Try holding on to those labels more lightly. Don't take your thoughts about yourself quite so seriously. Open up to being wrong about who you think you are and create some space for happiness to enter your life. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Happiness Hacks. 
Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. I'll see you next time.